0: episode number 167 hot camaro summer cold news
1: welcome to the camaro show a podcast about all things camaro and gm performance news i'm chris and i'm jason debler we're your hosts for this week's episode of the camaro show want to be part of our show it's easy just leave a message on our voicemail hotline at
0: 586-486-3182 so sit back relax and enjoy the show And welcome back, everyone, for another exciting episode of The Camaro Show. I'm Chris. I'm Jason. Hot, 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 hot summer. Hot? Hot hot Camaro Camaro summer. summer. Cold news. Cold
1: news. (laughs) We got so
0: little new news to talk about. I know these last two weeks have been... Yep. Everybody's just driving their cars. They ain't well, talking that's what about What summer's them. for, though? That's that's true. Didn't we at one at one episode a couple weeks ago? Didn't we tell people to to get off the book of face and go out and drive their cars and 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 yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know. Well, I I guess they're doing it. I I don't know, but. <laughs>
1: So we do have stuff we do still have cool oh, stuff. Yeah, oh yeah, cars. yeah, yeah, we're Make still going to work
0: to still bullshit with you guys uh, with, <laughs> with you know different you know news and stuff like that of with with Camaro stuff but there's no like 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 breaking news no like, nothing jumps out at you no no you, you know
1: there was a there was a time I don't was it tell me if you you probably remember better than I do the 5th gen it was headline after headline after headline like rapid fire the XM Camaro, the, this oh, yeah, uh, that yeah. Camaro, the, the F your M Camaro, you know, and then the sixth gen, we had some of those, but it seemed like that, that was a like a spark and then it burned out real quick.
0: Well, you right? gotta, re- you, well, you gotta remember too, we had so much pent up demand because, the, <laughs> because the Camaro w- went away for so many years, yeah. um, that it was just like, I, I mean, I mean, going back to like 2005, I can remember how excited me and you were just to talk about little nibbles of new, Camaro's going to come back. Maybe, maybe we're going to keep talking about this. And it was like, let's uncover this. And then, well, we couldn't talk about how the person sent us the renderings in in the mail or through email of the the fifth gen sitting on the the turntable. Yeah. like that was September or October of that year before it was 2006? revealed. Six, five, because I think it's January 2006 is when it was unveiled. So we got those pictures. I think in like September of 2005, oh. and instantly went, "Oh shoot, we should so not have these."
1: Twelve <laughs> years ago. Oh my. Well, that's when we started the
0: podcast. Was back then.
1: Like, we we yeah, because because if. Five. If you're not familiar with this, right? if you haven't been a loyal listener all, all these years, we started this podcast when there was no Camaro being produced. Mm-hmm. It was well after, it was four years after the 4th the, the Gen C's production is when we started the show. So we didn't even know, you know, if we'd be
0: still talking about 4th gens to this day. I know, it was it was kind of like set up as a companion to the, uh, our website, which was CamaroZ28.com and then it just grew, you know, because of, you know, the new car coming back, and then yeah, the, the fifth gen just completely just I think revolutionized Camaro from going forward. I mean, it was just a whole new beast. Just a whole, just, it was. Mm. You, it was you know fun to be. this to be part of what. You know what helped
1: to be to have the Camaro concept as part of a blockbuster, blockbuster movie with lens flares and explosions galore, and uh, what's her face wearing next to nothing with her Daisy Duke shorts, Megan. Um, Fox. Fox, yeah, Mega Fox. and in Shailaboof um for for the movie Transformers. Remember when when the second gen Camaro Bumblebee transformed into the fifth gen dun, dun, Bumblebee? Dun, 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 dun. That, that's what is it, that song? And then people cheer, Pe- like like it, we it wasn't the, just yes. our theater, it was a phenomenon where people would cheer when they saw the new Camaro on the screen for the very first time. Yeah. And that cemented the Camaro as Bumblebee. It Bumblebee became a a, 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 a staple of, of Camaro. Like, you know, people putting the Transformers logos on it and everything. All those Transformers, dark of the moon, dark of your pants, you know, whatever. Dark side of this thing <laughs> and the other thing and the super extinction Jedi mind trick. And then 2018, Bumblebee gets his own movie.
0: And what happens? We get rid of Michael Bay. <laughs> we, we, also, we also get rid of the Camaro. It goes back to the roots of Bumblebee, it which goes is a Volkswagen back. bug. Right, right. Now, I was, I was, the, the official trailer for the Bumblebee uh, movie came out this week. We've, we talked about this a couple months ago when we found out that they're doing the movie. Um, when is this coming out? Uh,
1: I think, uh, let's see here. Next
0: Christmas? Or this coming ne- Christmas? <laughs> I love that. Coming in 2032. I think it's this Christmas is when it comes out. Because this uh, this trailer here has been getting rave reviews uh, because apparently around the same time, the Aquaman movie is coming out. And they're saying uh, maybe they should move the Aquaman movie now because this one may steal its thunder. You D- think? Yeah. Plus, DCs aren't really doing all that well at the theater, minus Wonder Woman. But um, That's she's hot. The Bumble Me, the trailer looks pretty good. And, and and I didn't realize that this was supposed to be, you know, kind of like a, th- a throwback movie, like going back to the roots of Bumblebee. You know, when we used to watch the cartoon back in the days, Bumblebee was always a little Volkswagen bug, right? Right,
1: right. And then it when we the... watched
0: Transformers, it was like, oh, sweet, it's a, it's a Camaro. And then some of the hardcore Transformers, people were like, that's not Bumblebee. Bumblebee's a Volkswagen. Well, for those people, this is the movie for you. <laughs> Because it looks like this is where we find out more about Bumblebee, and maybe we're gonna find out how he becomes that second-gen Camaro right. as well.
1: You know? Right. We might see that at the end, setting up for a sequel, in the Camaro back. Would that be cool? Directed by Travis Knight, who has done nothing but animations up until now. Okay. Um, Kubo and the Two Strings, Bumble, uh, the PJ's, Gary, Mike, Moon Girl, Coraline, uh, Paranorman, the Box Trolls. So he's, in, he's a relatively new. Here's the here's thing I just, just caught. Martin Short is in the Bumblebee movie, and his credit
0: is voice. Hmm. So he's voicing one of the uh, probably the Autobots or I don't know. What if he's. Not,
1: what if, what if he's well, the Bumblebee doesn't have a voice. He just no, he has, doesn't. Like, like, well, at least not so far. In the cartoon, he did. Right. But
0: not in the Transformers Michael Bay version. He did and, not and, have a voice. And in this trailer, if you watch this, he doesn't have a voice either. Because she's trying to teach him how to have, a, teach him how to speak through an old tape deck that's in the, the Volkswagen, which is when she puts in the. A never gonna week? let you down. Never gonna. Da, 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 and oh, then spits it out and just. They get rickrolled. Um, <laughs> Bumblebee follows Haley Stanfield as she discovers and befriends the lovable yellow Autobot. Meanwhile, from the looks of things, a recurring Transformers villain, Starscream. And evil John Cena are cooking up trouble for both of them. The trailer screams "E.T.," but with a robot. I'm here wow. for you. It does. It looks. It looks really good, and I think it's going. I think it's going to do very well.
1: Here's the thing. I'm going through the. Uh, oh, Mar- it doesn't say what Martin Short's voice is. Oh, it just says voice. It just says voice, but it's he's billed second. Hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Interesting. Okay.
1: All right, so not exactly Camaro-related. Maybe we'll see it, you know, become a Camaro at the end. You know, maybe it gets all busted up by Starscream being a big old dick about something. And then uh, <laughs> says, hey, I'm going to to turn myself into something. Hey, hey, there's an old 78 Camaro over there. I'm going to turn myself into that for now. Word. Uh, cool. So what you drinking, Chris?
0: I'm just drinking a Propel. What's wrong with you? It's yeah. a weekend. I just got home from work. Mm-hmm. It's Watermelon Propel.
1: I'm drinking Offbeat, Double IPA, Citrus Simcoe, and Eccentric hops nice, from nice. Bearded Iris Brewing here, right here in Nashville, Tennessee.
0: Yeah, and, and you just sent me some of that, so I am and looking forward to uh, doing a taste test this weekend with Vito. It, no, I'm not going to do this with Vito. <laughs> <laughs> Pour it in. Here you go, Vito. Take a shot. <laughs> you know what? It's such a smooth drinking
1: beer. Not that IPAs are meant to be smooth, but he'd, he'd probably go, yeah, it tastes funny, and that's about it. He wouldn't even go, my face is on fire or anything. Oh, God. <laughs> Give it a try. Uh, oh. So, you know, while well, I see Bumblebee, I don't see much in the theaters. I usually wait till they come out digitally. Yeah. But I'll definitely
0: watch it. I'll, you know. I've been going to the theaters. Uh, uh, I'm trying to think, what's the last movie I saw? Oh, the Han Solo movie. That was pretty good. How,
1: how was it? Was it good? Yeah, I enjoyed it. Enjoyed it. I it, heard, it, I it heard had... it's been met with some half and half reviews.
0: Well, I think people have um, <sighs> Star Wars... Fatigue, I think, is a good way of putting it. Um, you know, Disney, since Disney has, has you know bought all the LucasArts stuff and Lucasfilms, um, they've been pumping out the movies. Um, the Last Jedi was just out in this winter. Um, that Oops. was huge. And now Han Solo, right after it, I think that maybe they just have mm. a little, little Star Wars fatigue. But it was a good movie. It was a good movie. Ron Howard directed this movie. Oh, did he? And, of course... Okay. His brother, Clint, is has a part in the movie, because he always does. So
1: my, my phone needs a facelift.
0: <laughs> I want to see, see Deadpool.
1: Deadpool 2. You know, I I haven't seen it at Deadpool was awesome. When yeah. it came out, I was that that was really like laugh out it. loud, funny. Because I was I'm a sick, I got a sick sense of humor, and that <laughs> fit right in with it. <laughs> Oh, man. So let's see here. Any other movies coming out that are car-related, Camaro-related? Not that I can think of. Car-related. No, probably uh, not. I
0: think the next Fast and Furious doesn't come out till 2020. Oh,
1: God. Not fast not, not long enough, na-
0: man. Fast 9 is the next one?
1: I don't know. 12. Who cares? Yeah. Tokyo Drift was good, but then after that, it just went to hell. Hmm. Um. All right. Let's move on here. I mentioned uh, – we mentioned, I don't know, a few weeks ago that our friend uh, Dr. Jamie Meyer was running for uh, board of directors for SEMA. Yes. Um, he got it.
0: Woo! <laughs> yeah. Couldn't happen to a better guy. He, he, is, he, is, he is the guy for that job, let me tell you. Yep. Yep. He um, – you know, we, we, if you don't know him,
1: you probably do, but you don't know that you know him. Yeah. Uh, just a terrific guy. So congrats, Jamie. You're going to do well. You're going to represent SEMA. You're going to represent the voice of uh, all aftermarket, uh, the the entire aftermarket industry very, very well. So congrats. Uh, let's see here. We got an article that you were telling me about GM Authority, about uh, Chevrolet's Z badges. Z this and Z that and Z in your face. and
0: Yeah. I've, I've, I, it, it piqued my interest, and Sean usually writes some pretty good articles over there at GM Authority, so I, I brought it up here, and I thought maybe we could – poo-poo it or <laughs> <laughs> whatever. Um, the name of this article is called, Do Chevrolet's Z Badges Fail the Cars They Grace? Nope. Next. And uh, let's just read the article. It's a short article. Let me, I'll, I'll read it real quick. It's easy to forget that just not just an audio enthusiast goes shopping for the best or most powerful and top-performing cars. When it comes to the top, typical consumer, brands reign supreme and they better mean something. And that's where Jalopnik poses an intriguing question. Okay, so this must have come from Jalopnik. Yeah. Should Chevrolet ditch its Z names for something else? We're talking about ZL1, ZL6, Z28, ZR2, and more. Uh, The Tuesday report took a quick look at the average price for a 2014 model year Camaro ZL1, Camaro Z28, and Ford Mustang, Shelby GT500 values. Surprisingly, The Camaro Z28 hasn't fared well at all. With 48,000 miles, the Z28 holds a used value of $36,241. Meanwhile, the ZL1 is $3,000 cheaper. The Shelby, it commands $46,924. It's not a solid study, but it's clear the Shelby brand means a lot more than the Z28 or ZL1, despite their historic past known to enthusiasts. And to the average Joe, it might be hard to discern where the halo car starts, and the mid-range model begins. Many often associate the SS badge with the top-of-the-line performance model, but the SS is far different animal than the ZL1. Is there a substance to this argument? Vote up or vote down in our poll. So let's let's take a look at this. I don't know. I don't know how many Shelby, Mustang Shelby GT500s they made, what they're looking at, like comparing. They said they compared uh, this Mustang Shelby GT500 that was commanding $46,924. How many miles? What year is it? You know, that that really takes into account how much that thing's yeah. going to go for.
2: Plus, I don't
0: even know how much a Shelby goes for in the past. I don't care about Mustang. <laughs> well, here's the
1: thing. I get the point that they're trying to make. Mm-hmm. But then I don't get the point that they're trying to make. Okay, so let's say that they didn't call it ZL1. They didn't call it Z28. Yeah. They just called it, they didn't even call it SS. They didn't even call it LT or 1LE yeah. or anything. They just gave them numbers. Camaro 1, Camaro yep. 2, Camaro 3. And the top 5th gen Camaro, which what we know was a Z28, was Camaro 4. Yeah. What does that have to do with anything? I don't know. Uh, okay, so let's say we call it Camaro 4. Does that change the, 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 the point that they're trying to make? Is this, is this about the name or about the value of the car? Exactly. It, it, it can't be both because they're independent. They're, well, mutually exclusive, I think, is the term that people might use here, I think. Is that yeah. how you use that term? Yeah. So, yeah, the Camaro Z20 hasn't fared well at all. With 48,000 miles, it holds a used value of $36,241. You know what's really interesting? That car was, what, $75,000 new? Yes, Take a BMW with the same exact year and the same exact price, and it will have the same exact resale value today. Hmm. Think about that. And I learned this recently from uh, my buddy Qu- our buddy Quentin, yeah. Because he drives used Lexuses with 100,000 miles on it because he picks them up. They're like 90,000 cars back in the early 2000s. And then he picks them up for like $16,000, $17,000 with like 60,000 miles on them. I'm like, that doesn't even make sense. And he says, because who, you know, nobody's going to buy a car... That has that's this old with this many miles on it for I don't know fifty thousand dollars when they can go buy a brand new car for half of that. So a lot of the high end vehicles with high end prices fall very rapidly. And the Z twenty eight I think is victim to that.
0: It was an expensive car. Right. But it was also I mean they didn't make a whole heck of a lot of them either. They I think they only made like under three was it three thousand of them? But and through both yes. years and just like we've been preaching from
1: day one, when they made that car, it is not the kind of car that you're going to use as a daily driver. No. It will beat the, the fillings out of your head sometimes. <laughs> that is true.
0: Uh, there that is is a, there's true. a YouTube
1: video of a guy that does drive one daily. And I forgot it was an interview. It was a cool interview video amongst our circle of YouTube okay. automotive friends. And he loves driving it every day, but man that he's not, everybody likes it. That's why their Corvettes are not daily driven. Typically. Hmm. Why so don't daily drive mine? Huh? And that's why mine in 2009 was $75,000, and I bought it for half of that. And a little more. A lot more. Yeah. But anyway, what I'm saying is, I, I guess I don't understand where don't they're trying think, to... Yeah, what, I don't think the
0: Z name correlates with the price of the car. I really don't no. think so.
1: No. They're just saying that top-level vehicles aren't reselling well, and that's typical of not just Chevrolet. I think the Shelby is a unique... Vehicle because it's got that boutique name of Shelby. That's like uh, if Jay Leno came out with a package, it yeah. would
0: probably sell for more. Let's you know, let's 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 let's. I mean, this happened with the fortune. Look at the GMMG cars. I'm just
1: thinking that the Dick Harrell
0: cars. Yeah, the Diggy Harold cars. The the. How about SLP's cars? Yeah, or, I don't think the name uh, SVE's cars now.
1: I don't think the name has really anything to do with it. I just think that. Purpose-built vehicles will not will not hold their value. Well, I guess maybe they can sometimes. It's a crapshoot. Did we did we think that when the Z twenty-eight came out that it would drop this this fast? Mm-mm. No, uh huh.
0: But it did. Yeah. But but also that same car is on all the lists of cars that's going to be worth the most. Like mm-hmm. go up in value over the years. So I don't know if, if you, I guess if you can afford to pick one up now and just put it away. Yeah. But then again, you know, I don't buy cars as an investment. I buy cars to drive them. That's it right there. If you're buying a car for an investment,
1: you're going to have a hard time making your money back. You might get that little little glitch that, 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 that does something later on, like the, the Buick GNX. Oh, yeah. But here's the deal. Those things cost so much money back then, and then their values drop quite a bit. And now they're so rare and they're so collectible that they're not meant to be driven. They're just an object. That that's, that's holds a value. So, yeah, you, you could do that, but y- y- unless you got way too much money, you're not buying your car for value. You're buying your car to enjoy. Amen. Uh, well, then again, one last aspect is what if you bought that Z28 at sticker price? You're really pissed.
0: Well, I mean, y- y- you can't go into buying a car thinking it's going to hold your ba- its value. I mean, as soon as you drive it out of the dealership, it's going to drop. Yeah.
1: yeah, I don't know.
0: The, the Shelby thing still,
1: why does it still command that much money? I'll have to talk to my neighbor. He's got one.
0: Yeah.
1: I don't know. Um, what do you guys think, though? Should You know, the poll, I looked at the poll results. The poll is very, very one-sided. Everybody says, no way, the Z badges mean something. And yes, they do. They mean something. They mean the top level. Yeah. That doesn't mean top value. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It means top performance. Uh,
0: what do you guys think? Call in. Tell us. Tell us yep. what you think. And people have called in, and people have written in. Do you want to read what what, what someone wrote? Yeah, we got a quick, quick email from uh, somebody named Armin. They listen to
1: the Camaro Show on the website, which you also can at CamaroShow.com. And uh, he just said, hello, this is Armin from Torque News. Thank you for keeping an eye on our Camaro coverage at TorqueNews.com slash Chevrolet Camaro. And mentioning in your show. Well, you are very welcome, Armin. Thank you for listening to the show and knowing that we've been talking about you. Yep. Um, but yeah, those guys have a great site. Uh, they kind of came out of nowhere. We kind of knew of them, but then suddenly they've been having some great editorial. Yeah. Head over to TorqueNews.com, check out everything, not just the Camaro stuff.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, and we have one voicemail this week. All right. Just one. <laughs> <laughs> but here it is.
2: Hey, guys, Mike from Connecticut, second-time caller. Dude, if you have never been to a top-fuel drag race, you have to go. Cannot put words around the experience. It is amazing. It is phenomenal. It is earth-shattering and shaking, literally. Uh, I swear to God, it's like a, a mini-earthquake Every time one of those things goes down the track and the experience, the fan experience is really cool too, because the pits are open and I mean, there's just, it's so different than anything else I've ever been to. Really cool experience. Highly, highly, highly recommend it and quite affordable, quite honestly, uh, compared to say a NASCAR race. And yes, I have been to one or two of those in my day. Um, so yeah, go. Love it, enjoy it, uh bring yourself a set of ear earphones, because it is deafening, and uh be prepared for a gas mask, which I don't think you're gonna take. You'd look really odd, but uh man, that stuff, those fumes, when you uh when you inhale that stuff, it's it's like it's like death. Take care, guys. Love the show. Keep it up. Talk to you later.
0: Mike from Connecticut. So he he describes going to a top fuel drag race um, as being like an earthquake, earth shattering. Yep. However, you will go deaf. You will go. You will go deaf and die from the fumes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, imagine being at the loudest <clears throat> rock concert you could imagine. Oh yeah. But louder yet, <laughs> but only briefly louder. And yes, that's something that, that when, when, when no matter where you're at, but more, more likely when you're like mid track or end of track at a top fuel event, when they go thundering by, and I do mean thundering, there's actually a heat wave that follows after it, a, like a light heat wave. And then the fumes from all that nitromethane burning. Um, it, it kind of, it's, you know, that from that spent gasoline, a ga- gas, um, from that me- nitromethane, it, it's, 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 it's there. It kind of makes you kind of, it, it kind of burns a little bit when you breathe it in. I don't think it's really dangerous. Well, if you're huffing it, yeah. But I don't <laughs> think it's like, gonna, you know, like, Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh. but, um, yeah, there's, if you, if you watch carefully, when you see any amateur video of a top fuel race, you will see that, that the camera typically shakes just a little tiny bit when the light turns green, um, because the body, your body, it's so enveloping of your body in a physical way, the sound in the, in, in, in the vibration, your body kind of has to, your angles will change slightly just by, by nature. It's, it's just kind of weird. But if you look at them, you'll see them. They'll kind of, the camera will kind of tilt, tip, tilt just a little tiny bit. It's a, it's absolutely amazing, um, and you and he's right. You go to the pits. That means you you can go and stand there. Usually, by the you know with the big names, they have like a little velvet rope type of thing, you know, so you you can't get in their way. But they're you can go right to the pits, and sometimes they have it like roped off because you don't want to get in their way because they've got an entire crew tearing down the car and rebuilding it entirely for the before the next round. It's it's a well oiled machine, and and you can't get in the way. And so, but you can stand there and watch them do it. It's it's pretty amazing. And uh, they work very, very hard, and then of course you know the next next round if it goes up and they toast the tires or whatever, all that work is for nothing. So <laughs> you kind of you kind of start to root for people that you you know you like and all that, and then you, it's easy to get into. So very cool. Bottom line is I can't recommend getting to a top fuel event enough. Top
0: fuel, I think you they know. have
1: Met Milan, don't they? Milan used to be an I H R A, not an N H R A track, but I don't think the I H R A exists anymore. That was usually top alcohol cars, which are pretty close, but um, meaning they're burning burning alcohol instead of uh, nitromethane. Um, I don't know what they I don't know what they do anymore. Clay Milliken used to run there at at Mylan in 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 Michigan. There um, now he's doing top fuel as well they usually migrate from top alcohol ihra to
0: top fuel in nhra i'm going to myland dragway's website white right, right now white now white now uh i'm trying to see if it says nhra or, or ihra it just says myland dragway uh, yeah, they probably don't uh, have either one us track talk shop point standing racing schedule yeah. well, let's take a look at this track info
1: Probably got to go to, like, um oh, there's fact. Walk. There's a fact. Hold
0: on. Are pets allowed? Do they offer Wi-Fi?
1: Hold on. Stop right there. <laughs> no. Pets are not allowed. I don't care what the rules are. Don't bring your pet to a drag race. When Val and I were there at the, uh, the, the Bluegrass Nationals, they had pro-mod cars there, which are putting out about 3,000 to 4,000 horsepower, so they're really damn loud. Some asshole there had a puppy. A puppy? The puppy was trembling. It was so damn scared. I wanted to punch him right in the head. In the head. In the head. Anyway, all you got to do is just go to NHRA.com, look for an event in your area, go do it, and then call in and tell us how right I was about all of it. (laughs) Bring your sunglasses, bring your sunscreen, bring your earplugs. If you don't bring anything else, bring your earplugs.
0: Okay. And, And apparently a gas mask.
1: No, you don't need that. <laughs> Maybe I don't know, but I never did. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Well, feel we feel the burn. We, we thank you. I we appreciate those 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 voicemails. Um, the one that was Mike from Connecticut. Good to uh, hear from you, Mike. But we want to hear from more of you. Are you afraid to call in? Just uh, it, it's very easy, and 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 we still have a contest going on. That is right, as I adjust my microphone. Um, Hold on. There. Um,
1: Yeah, I've got a big old package from 303 Products. Big old. Those folks that well, Gold Eagle is the parent company. Those folks are awesome to work with. They make some really good stuff. I've used their stuff for a long time. Head over to 303products.com or goldeagle.com to see the entire family of products. you got to call in. you got to give us your best car care, car detailing, car maintenance tip, and I will award that to somebody who gives me the best one. Here's how. Hey, want to be part of this show? Well, we want to hear from you. Just hit our digits at 586-486-3182, 24 hours a day. Leave us a message, and we'll feature it in an upcoming show. So what are you waiting for? Do it now. I know of a car. I know of a car that needs a good detailing. What's that?
0: The ZR1 Pace car. The ZR1, oh, dude. Dude. I think that this was a, at this a, one, uh, the Detroit Grand Prix. Belle Isle, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was very, uh, I, th- this was, this made like national news everywhere. Um, unfortunately something happened with, with the Detroit, with, with the, with the Corvette zero one pace car. They were, they were going around, they, they came around a corner, something, something happened. They ended up eating the wall. Yeah, who and, was behind the wheel, Chris. Another uh, than Mark Royce. Oh, I, I feel so bad for Mark. I did too. Um, People have been like, "Oh, what a what a dipshit!" Well, you know, you know, Hot Doggin's like, "Listen, guys, listen." He wasn't Hot Doggin? You listen, can't do that. There. Listen, guys. Mark Royce is one of the top drivers at General, at the entire corporation of General Motors. Mm-hmm. He's one of I I was reading one of the very few. I think you can only count on one hand drivers who have who are able to drive at the Nurburgring. Mhm. Um he is he has many 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 years of experience. And um it's just you, you know like it can happen to the to the best of us, you know. And
1: it has. Yeah. You
0: know. So, I mean, you know, yeah, it's 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 easy to go oh ha ha ha.
1: You know, you know, he, he well first of all, he can afford another one. It's not a big deal to him. But uh <laughs> As uh, Chevrolet can, but that's uh, yeah. a bummer. So it looked like something happened though, because he was just making an, a sweeper. He's just yeah. doing a turn,
0: yeah, and it that just, thing just ate it. Yeah, I mean, there's speculation that something happened with the tire. There was something with something on the road. Uh, traction control was turned off. I mean, the bottom line is, you know, he he put the car into the wall. He took full responsibility for it. He's embarrassed. He he released yeah. a statement and. It happens to the best of us, and and that's yeah. it. So you know what, I'm, I'm, Mark, if you're listening to this, sorry, buddy, man. I yeah, feel horrible for you. Horrible. I, did, I didn't know
1: it was him at first until then. Then related news came out. I'm like, holy crap, it's Mark. You know, we've run into him quite a few times at SEMA yeah. and everything. Yeah, he's, he's always been a good guy for me he, to talk he, to. Yeah, he's he's
0: he's yeah he's he's, he's always been an absolute. Awesome person to talk to. Yeah. And I saw it on ESPN when it was, when it was first being thrown around, they had like a, I don't know if it was a helicopter or a drone footage of them getting out of the car to assess the damage. And as soon as he got, I was like, oh, that's Mark. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, cause they're like GM exec crashes pace car. And I was like, oh, I wonder what exec it was. And then They make
1: it sound like he's just like a, a normal pencil pusher no, that has zero exactly. experience. Yeah. And that's not true. It's not another thing I want to dispel right now is the traction control off. The way that he was driving, that should make no difference. He wasn't doing anything crazy. Right. Yeah. I can see where there'd be some, you know. I mean, if he was, all right, good for him. It's his choice. You know, he is he's a he's a he's a high-ranking dude there at GM. Mm-hmm. I, I think they made a bigger deal out of what they should, but uh, it would just hurt to watch. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why we're even talking about it, to be honest with you. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Now that I think about it, yeah. but you know, yeah, like you said, Mark, if you're listening, buddy, you know, <laughs> better drivers have made bigger crashes. Exactly. So, uh, don't worry about it. Not that you need us to tell you that. <clears throat> exactly. Uh, what else we got going on? Oh, speaking of Corvettes, mm-hmm. um, yeah. we knew it wouldn't be long for a 2019 Corvette to make uh, 700 horsepower to the tire. Um, somebody's already got one 700 horsepower to the tire on the dyno. This comes to us from Corvette online. Um, I just I just think it's ridiculous that they somebody makes that much power on a car that with 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 very minimal mods.
0: Seven hundred to the tire, dang.
1: Yeah, they they, they did a cat delete and uh, x pipe install, and then I gotta think they might have tuned it. I haven't actually watched the video, but. Uh... And then of course the competition. Did I don't, we haven't talked about this yet, Chris? But I think you might have seen this. The, the, no
0: more Dodge demons. Yeah, the, I, I saw the last one roll off the assembly line. It was it was hand painted. Um, and, and that was the last one, you know, they only, they were only going to make, um, you know, a set number. I don't know what that number was, maybe like a couple hundred or something like that. Um, but yeah, the demon it's, it's, it's done.
1: Wow. That's a quick, <laughs> that's really quick. The I Dodge. didn't last Dude, as long right. as I thought it would. Hmm. So 700, 700, horsepower, 700 to the wheel, to the wheel on a car with just a little bit of exhaust modifications and probably a tune. <laughs> However, according to our friends over at Haggerty, they reported on putting a 1927 Buick on a dyno. A 1927? 1920. It's like a Model A. Okay. And uh, it was at the M1 Concourse Cars and Coffee on May 26. Okay. Uh, peak horsepower 29.97. 29. <laughs> 29 horsepower. While the torque shattering. number confirms the old notion that early engines were built for torque and damn right they were. Peak torque of 89.10 pound-feet of torque. And top speed of those rollers, 50 miles an hour. Woo. Can you imagine the first guy that like, you know, I don't know, put headers on one of those and went 55 miles an hour? <laughs> My horse will beat you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so that's something you do not see every day. I mean, it looks, it looks like a model A, model T type of thing, you know, that, that style and just a neat article. Um, don't, we, we may never see anything like that again in our lifetime. Yeah. But who? you know, what? whoever owns that has some stones to do that. Good for them. Stones. Stones. I'd say balls, <laughs> but that'd be rude. Um, last thing. It's yes. Because it's summertime. Chris, you and I were talking about summertime, this.
0: Summertime, summertime.
1: Mm-hmm. The first time I moved to the Detroit area, <laughs> I was not too far from the water, and uh, you told me to watch out for something called fish flies. Yeah, fish flies. Yeah, and I'm like, what? And you, yeah, yeah, dude, they're everywhere. I'm like, what do they do? Nothing. They just kind of hang around, and then if, and then they stink if you smash them. Yeah,
2: and they, that's it. Yeah,
1: yeah. The, and there's billions of them. Yeah, they only like, live for 24 hours. Yeah. And I'm like, this is, a, this is a joke, like, you know, going on a snipe hunt or something yeah. like that.
0: You're like, are you putting me on? It's like, why would I make this up? Because you make up all kinds of stuff like that.
1: <laughs> but then, uh, I don't know, it's probably a couple weeks later, woke up on a Saturday morning, go out to my garage and mess with my car. And I, there was a carpet a carpet of these bugs on my house and everywhere else. And you were right, man. Fish flies. Are they the same as
0: mayflies? May flies, June flies, I, I, people call them all sorts of different names, yeah. But they usually come out end of June, uh, right around 4th of July. July, July 4th they're, weekend, yeah. They're about three weeks, and then they're about maybe three weeks, and then they're done for the year. That's it. Wasn't but, there a fish fly festival? Yes, in New Baltimore every year. hmm. Huh. They embrace so, the fish fly.
1: <laughs> well, you're going to have to because they're around no matter what. Yeah. Well, I still did have fun with them. I did uh wait till nighttime and I went to the church that had like a well, really high powered parking lot spotlights this was a long before LED lighting. And this sucker was was bright and it was hot and it was pointed right at the entire parking lot there at the church and it looked like it looked like grass was growing. A nice nice lawn was growing on the parking lot and it was all these fish flies. So I uh took my rear wheel drive Chevrolet S10 ZR2 <laughs> with a Z on my dad. And did uh, a severe amount of donuts on the fish fly guts. That was that
0: was you know July uh, in in Michigan here on the lake um, yeah. is is as bad as black ice with these things at nighttime. I swear yeah, to God, people, people get in accidents. Uh, I remember in my Grand National going down uh, Jefferson, and it, you know the Grand National when you when you. When you take off real fast and you hit that second gear and it and barks the, the tires. Up. Yeah. I did a complete 180 on Jefferson. <laughs> Boom! On fish flies. On fish flies. Yes. The
1: sad part is the guts, man. You can barely power wash that stuff <sighs> oh, off. I
0: know. Yeah.
1: It's like they're made out of soup. They have guts of super glue. Super glue and oil. <laughs> yeah. So, where are we going with this before we wrap up? I don't Do you know. guys have fish flies in your area? Because I've seen a. Only a couple actual fish flies here in Tennessee. Really? I don't. I don't even know if they were exact fish flies, but they looked like it, and just a fleeting, fleeting thing.
0: Tell you what, we did find we have. We have skunks in our backyard. Ooh. Hopefully Ruger doesn't get get skunked.
1: No. They're they're outside the fence. Val and I were sitting around the fire pit just the other night, just having a few drinks and chilling out. And Val's like,
0: "There's a cat right there."
1: And I look like, "Oh yeah, there is." She goes, "Wait, it's a baby skunk. <laughs> There's two of them. Two baby skunks just outside the fence." Ooh. You don't want to get
0: sprayed, dude. Yeah, I do. Okay.
1: <laughs> Why
0: not? So
1: anyway, do you, you guys have fish flies or mayflies? You have to deal with that in your area. If so, feel free to call in. You don't have to. It's just kind of something. Let funny to Let
0: us know. About. Yeah, yeah. It's always fun. Yeah. Well, that's it. So that's dude. it for the that's show. For the show. And, and for a show that I, I was like, man, we have nothing, dude. We're almost at the forty minute mark right it now. It Happens
1: every time. <laughs> it's a slow news week. We talk about all sorts of dumb stuff. Yeah.
0: So we enjoy your uh, you guys listening
1: to us. Even though we don't have any great Camaro news, we still have, like to have fun with the show, and we appreciate you calling in and, of course, sharing the show out, subscribing to us on iTunes and Google Play and Stitcher. Stitcher and, and iHeartRadio
0: and, and all those
1: right on please do it and continue to listen because we'll keep making the shows if you keep listening
0: and we will see you guys next week see ya fish flies thanks for
1: listening (laughs) to the camaro show don't forget drop us a voicemail at 586-486-3182 we'll see you next week see See ya. ya
0: bumper nuts